All right. All right, kids. You know what time it is. It's 4.54 in the morning. On the 25th of February. And you may say, wait, wait a second. Didn't you just record last night? To that long episode I didn't listen to already, and now you're doing another one? Don't you ever sleep? Well, I installed a weather app on my phone. And I, it's using openweathermap.org or something like that. I even got the API key. I signed up. It's an open source app that I got off of F-Droid. And um, you use that, you can get open source weather and you don't have ads or anything. And uh, I looked at the temperature and it says that it wasn't freezing. Now, it was projected to go down to zero at 6 a.m., but that's when the sun comes up anyway. So, um, that means that the, there would be no ice on the ground. And uh, I confirmed that just now. There is no ice. The water is fluid. So we're back to the morning walk, kids, and I'm so happy about it. Get that out of the way. Get up, do my thing, my thing. And I do enjoy this. So uh, let's get it cracking. Put this thing in my pocket here. Try not to create too much sound, noise. Um, so I was listening to Arau some more, my new favorite podcaster, and he uh, started in Wyoming. He said he attended the first album, the first Van Halen concert in Wyoming. So he must be a couple years older than me, but he also did a, a radio show on the tribute to uh, Van Halen's death, Eddie Van Halen, and uh, how he had done the uh, guitar riff on Michael Jackson's Beat It, which is pretty hilarious. That's Eddie Halen, Ed Halen, and that he always wanted to be Casey Kasem and a radio jockey. So, um... We're going to get him on the show and interview him, but not as a radio person, just as the most most randomness generator of episodes that I have ever met. <clears throat> now, some of his episodes are duplicated, and he's got multiple streams going. Spreaker. And I was thinking that's a good idea. I should actually create a second podcast 
and not do episode three. I should really do, I mean, not season three. I should do a separate actual feed. I'm not even sure I would host it on, uh, on Anchor. So we'll see. I might even just do it on uh, on archive.org or something. And it's funny because I have such a different level of standards. I want to produce the most amazing stuff, but I feel like I fall short of that. I can't do it, so I end up producing mediocre stuff, or completely random stuff. doing some open street map stuff this morning. There's an app called Street Complete where you can fill out surveys and it'll ask you things like oh, what's the house number of this or what's the paving of this road and it gets more information about the houses. Looks like I'm not the only person up at this time in the morning. But not so many people walking. That's what I like about these morning walks. I got everything to myself. Got the whole world to myself. None of these pesky people to share things with. Hear those birds? Well, the tulips are coming out of the ground and the birds are starting to chirp. I smell wood burning. The moon is at 95% waxing. And, um,. So we'll have a full moon soon. And uh, I question, I think the uh, Lunar New Year was at the new moon. It wasn't at the full, the Chinese New Year was at the lunar, was at the, when the moon was not full. So 
I guess we'll have to count till um, it becomes a new moon again for the the next month or the second month of the new year, of the new lunar year. This will be the first half of it, I guess, when we reach the full moon. If today's the 25th, it could be that the full moon will be on the 28th, who knows? But they already started in our kids' school, cutting into Women's History Month, which is March, even the Black History Month, it's not over yet. So it looks like the uh, poor black people are actually losing a couple of days to women, which seems to be unfair. So they're getting cut out more ways than one. So I had to uh, write to my kid's teacher yesterday after we had this big fight where he said that he only has to do it so and so minutes of his reading app. And I've been sitting in on his class. I knew how much he had to do. And he refused. He refused. But um, in the end, he gave in, and uh, he did the work. He said he missed playing with kids and socializing. And that's what he does as well with his games online. But uh, he's been playing so much that he's been skipping his classes and falling behind on the homework, so it's kind of neat that I get to see all of this, and I've been doing more math training with him because They're still doing basic addition. And he's doing pretty good. So I've been trying to keep him from getting bored. Me, myself, I found another um, online algebra book on GitHub, which is really good. And uh, I encountered the discriminant for the quadratic equation, which will tell you if the number has um, real 
roots or not. And it's, uh, what is it? X squared minus four B A and that should tell you if a quadratic equation has real solutions or imaginary solutions. <clears throat> no, I don't know enough about it. I just encountered that yesterday. But uh seems like an interesting property. To learn more about the discriminant. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you with math. I'm sure you're all like facepalming yourselves like, this guy, he doesn't know anything. Nothing. So stupid. So, any hoosies. Any hows. Um, Just thinking about all this stuff I don't even want to talk about. And this is where I could just turn the show off and think, because I do need some time to think. And these are great ways to think, go for a walk. And Arau said like, uncut, because we all make mistakes. And he says he really wants to be a writer. He does broadcasting, but he wants to be a writer, a poet. So, he's definitely got a good attitude. And he said he has a Jesus, what was that, a God, God, confidence, a godly confidence, because Jesus loves you. Now, isn't that beautiful? To have such a confidence and be positive and not swear on your podcast because you don't want fucking kids to listen in in the car. <laughs> I just swore. 
No, you don't want kids listening to this podcast. Because you don't want their brains to explode. So it doesn't matter how much I swear or don't swear. All right? Because this is not a kid's show. And um, we're not all positive here. We're also negative. So we might have to have some conflict But I don't want to confront him with negativity. And I doubt he's going to listen to this show. Or that anyone should listen to this show. Because we're negative. We're not full of confidence. Godfidence. And I won't even mention the fungus to him, I hope. I want to interview this guy, not have uh, him interview me. I'm not worth interviewing. So, where do you have enough material of me talking crap for hours and hours and hours and what well, seems forever, but it's not. Definitely not forever. It's not enough. Because first of all, you have to pick the right topics. Second of all, we need to get our steps in. I guess I could speed up my talk, my walk. simple steps in making your work more strenuous speed it up I could do that I'm going to try and go faster instead of moseying but I kind of like the pace of moseying we're going to try double time now kids for more strenuous action. Burn more calories. Walk faster. Instead of walking more. I wonder what the fastest I could walk without jogging. I got pretty long legs. And my grandpa, my mom's father was a runner and he competed at a very high level and he had long legs I only knew him when he was older but I bet he was a a rowdy kid when he was younger My dad's father was also a rowdy kid. I think my dad was rowdy too. I don't want to dox him. But I think we have a whole rowdy past. In terms of rambunctious history. So that I would be a rambunctious person should not be too surprising. 
I guess. It could also just be nurture versus nature. It could be just nurturing. Anyhow, enough about me. Let's talk about you. How you doing? How was your day? How's the weather over there? Got any snow? How's the corona treating you? Getting out much? How's the economy treating you? Got enough money? How's your water quality? You got any water filters? What type of coffee do you like to drink? Got a coffee grinder? All these different things. What you eating? Eating keto? Are you uh, trendy? What's your political stance? What do you think about the food apartheid, huh? Are you worried about that? What about speciesism? Are you concerned about a bias towards humans? Speciesism. So, how about the politics? My new motto is, everyone gets the politicians they deserve. And that's it. So stop complaining. Start deserving better. It's like, are you organized? Are you working together with other people? And, um, yeah, I was involved politically in Kansas. Oh, my God. I had one win. We got the city to uh, adjust the walking sidewalks and calm down streets and I just asked them well how much planning did you do when you decided to route all the traffic through this residential street it was a pretty simple question like other cities have done planning and assessments before they made this decision what was your planning process and that really kind of hit home so I thought that was good I was in good form that day but I'm less radical 
now, also because I'm in New Jersey. And I don't have any illusions about how corrupt they are here. See, I guess I sold out. And it's amazing how the difference between the Germans and the Americans are in terms of intellectualism and sophistication and all that fun stuff. But, um, this is also a country that was wilderness, pretty much wilderness, not too long ago. And uh, Europe has been populated for thousands of years hundreds of thousands of years, depending on how you want to see things. And it was populated here too. But there wasn't a drive for colonization. The colonizing force So that's what changed. And you could say that the colonizing force is a meme. This is a self-replicating entity. And I kind of like to think of things like thousands and thousands of years ago, they created these structures. I guess you could say that they're uh, social structures of some kind. some kind of bureaucracy, some kind of administration. And they set it in power, and it's just continued sense. It's a non-stop, self-replicating entity. You could call it the legacy of the Roman Empire. unbroken chain of of the empire really 
and Germany is the extension of the Roman Empire, and England is the extension of the Roman Empire. London was a Roman city in Paris, Frankfurt. They're all part of the Kaiserreich, the um, Heilige Römische Reich, Deutsche Nation, the German. The Germans and the uh, Catholic Church, the Italians, I mean, there's a whole history here that I can only touch upon. A deeper history. And you've got this fight between them and everybody else. either you're part of the system or you're against the system. And what does the system do? It installs people that propagate the system. And the system propagates itself. Isn't that weird? It's like a self-fulfilling system, a meme. It's copied itself over time from person to person, from generation to generation, slightly modifying itself. You can call it civilization. You can call it colonialism. You can call it the empirism. And you could call it the an injustice. The injustice. <clears throat> so, So someone wants me to give a talk on security, and I'm so I'm so afraid to give a talk because all my talks bomb. Even this podcast bombs. No one wants to hear it. I'm lacking that thing, that entertainment information and persuasion that people want and expect that they learned in first grade. It's like, didn't you learn that in first grade, Mike? Even your son knows that you need persuasion, information, and entertainment. We haven't done any letters from our listeners yet. But I wasn't busy. I wasn't finished asking you questions, making small talk with everybody. So that could be a new segment, small talk with someone who's not here. So where are you from? Where are your parents from? What languages do you speak? What countries did you visit? 
What school did you go to? What's your curriculum vitae? The course of your life. What's your marital status? Got any kids? What's your financial status? Got any money? What's your passport status? Got a visa? What's your status? Status, status, status. Let's check out your status. Your stats. Let's classify you. And, um... I guess you can classify me as pregnant wife at home. Hey, did I tell you? My wife's pregnant. We're going to have a baby. And that kind of changes everything, doesn't it? Now look at this water here. This is stream and it's just overflowing. Not overflowing, but it's quite... one of these streams of Ewing. Got lots of these. We even got a bridge over it. Look at that. They built a bridge over it. A little footbridge. They didn't want to put money into a car bridge. I guess they could have put one. And they have a, a street on both sides. <clears throat> so it's, it's ready for a car bridge, but they just don't have the money. just don't have the resources. Let's make sure we're recording here, kids. We don't want to lose all of this at once. I'm going to pray to the gods of podcasting. It says it's recording. Let's continue. So... You gotta allocate resources. You only have so many engineers. You got opportunity costs. You're only producing so many people who can actually build a bridge. And how do you figure out which bridges they should build? And we have a history of bridge building here in Trenton. We got the bridge master himself, Mr. Rubling, the German, Augustus. It was the bridge dude. The mathematician. I mean, he knew math. I bet you he could write it all down. Didn't need much of a computer. like, oh, I'm going to go calculate this bridge on some paper. Here we go. And I guess once you've done one bridge, you know, they all look the same. You can reuse some of your calculations, change some of your parameters. And it's also physics, statics, dynamics. 
You know what really sucks is when you build one of these bridges and it breaks and people die. That really sucks. Not like in software, when when you build a software system and it crashes and people lose their data and people's lives are compromised. It's just a glitch. It's okay, it's a glitch. I'm sorry, we have a glitch in the system. A data breach. So we gotta look at our persuasion, our information, and our entertainment. I guess these are classifications. And what about accidental, um, accident, so randomness, we've got the um, planned versus the random in this podcast, a lot of it's random, even if I'm walking the same route that I usually walk in the morning. And if you listen to every single episode, you'd probably figure it out and you might confront me on the street with a gun and be like, haha, I found you. I've calculated the probability of you being on this street corner to be 99%. One thing that I've gotten good at on my walks is if I have to go to the bathroom, I can hold it in longer. I think that's a skill. That's a skill, kids. A skill that you learn when you're doing long walks. So I've leveled up in being able to hold it in. I guess the strength of muscles. Core strength. My core is getting stronger. Oh yeah. I see I've slowed down on my walk though. Oh, and they opened up that street. That was closed off last night. Cordoned off. Okay, so now, okay, so what's up next, kids? What's up next? 
So we got randomness as a factor. Whatever we think of. Do we have an agenda? Some kind of talking points? Do we have a plan? Are we part of a hierarchy? Part of the empire or not? Are you following this and that method? Are you part of the structure? The colonizing force or not? Are you just a primitive person? Coming up with your own ideas. Winging it. And you think you're going to reinvent the wheel? You're going to reinvent thousands of years of society just like that. You're going to figure out all the mistakes that everyone else made and rectify those. You're going to gain ultimate discipline over yourself. So I think that's where Jocko's right. I hope this wind is not too bad. I think it said the wind was 11 miles an hour. I hear it in my ears. I hope this microphone filter is working. Might have to talk up a little louder. Instead of doing the, um, the voice of what is it Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now the crazy general (laughs) entertainment so we got random factors like wind we got random entertainment see there you go So, what I'm seeing here is maybe my provincial primitive structures that I have learned being challenged. Maybe it is a nature versus nurture argument. Are you nurtured to be part of the empire or are you nurtured to be part of the province? So it was always the fight between the city and the province, between the city mouse and the country mouse, between the uh, castle and the farmer. Totally different structures. The monks transcribing text all day long. The farmers plowing fields. Knowledge workers, right? Just copying Bibles in the scriptorium. It's like, what's your job? I'm copying scrolls. I got the basic input-output function for the empire. For the, the church. The church was the empire because the Kaiser or Caesar was the god king, you know, the one who was beheaded by the French. Now V is hilarious, the Romanian guy, he's like, they had the guillotine and they started cutting off people's heads and it created the great terror. Anybody who was related to the king 
was executed. 40,000 people were guillotined. It was very compassionate, though. It was the great purge or cleanse, the great terror. That was interesting, what he said. Never heard about that. But, um, was the revolution of France the precursor to uh, American Revolution, to also the Communist Revolution? Is the Communist Revolution just a mutation on the meme of the French Revolution? Is it not the We have this guy. Is that my runner friend? We're running. That could be him. He's fast. But it could be also a random student because they're, they're back. That could be that lady. morning. Yes, that lady who runs in the middle of the street. She's super fast and super quiet. I guess once you start a good running habit, you can't quit, huh? Me, myself, I'm into the mosey. I'm moseying. I'm gonna try and go a little faster though. Gotta keep on reminding myself to go faster. Increase the speed. Aye, Scotty. Aye, Captain. I'm giving her all I've got. She can't hold it together, Captain. See, we got some entertainment here. You're being entertained. We got Star Trek references. Who watches Star Trek? Star Wars. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, what about The Expanse? Anyone watching The Expanse? And that guy, the Indian guy, he just had his birthday. And I heard about it on the Birthday Today podcast. But I'm not going to interview them because they're so structured. They're such they're so part of the the colonizing force. They're so restrained. They want to be actors. They want so badly to. They want so badly to fit in. See, and that's where I'm not trying to fit in. And I guess that's also to my detriment. See? Like an odd number. Or an unfactored prime. Unfactorable prime.
It's like, are you even or are you odd? Are you prime or are you not prime? Are you... What number are you? What's your number? Do you fit into other numbers or are you the odd man out? Are you the left over? The modulus? Are you a left over seven? You can't know I can do nothing with you? Six plus one, eight minus one? Prime number? I mean, seven's gotta be the one of the evilest numbers ever. It's like five plus two. And five is a prime as well. 10 minus three. I mean, what is seven? Seven is just an invention on the 10 scale. It's really a two on the five scale. It's 22, base five, or 12, right? Let's think about it. 10 would be five and base five. 11 would be six. And 12 would be seven. If you had a base 10, base five numbering system with one hand. It's like you got one five and twos. See, this guy's riding his bicycle. He doesn't get it. You don't need to ride your bicycle, kids. You don't need to go fast. Where do you need to go? We don't need cars. We just have DoorDash, right? We walk to the store. I'm not dashing, I'm walking. I'm moseying to the store. Entertainment. So we got rhymes. We got analogies. We have um, connections, random associations. Stream of random associations, how's that? Now what flag is flying here at the College of New Jersey? It's got a red stripe, a black stripe, and a green stripe. Looks like some African or even some Sudan or some Saudi flag. Looks some foreign flag. So we have some free associations, and then we have some some uh, harmonics, some patterns, analogies. do now we're going to create a uh, I think we're going to uh, 
I'm making mistakes. I know what I'm talking about. I got multiple conflicting ideas. Let's go into harmonics. Analogies. So I'm thinking that you have resonance and um, well, if you have something that's resonating at one level, it creates other resonations at other frequencies that harmonize with it. So you have harmony and disharmony. Chord and discord. You've got discordians. You've got free association. We got all types of ideas associated with all types of other ideas. We got lots of those on this podcast. So in our categories of what this podcast is about, it's also about free association of random ideas in a discordian or discord in odd discordian fashion how's that with no rhyme or reason or harmony category and structure made by a radical anti establishment figure that's me, but I'm not really radical and not really anti-establishment. I'm just trying to figure things out. And we do have our assigned listeners, our Karens, and hello to all my friends and national security. How you doing? Having a good time? Listening in? And I wonder how, what you have to say to get flagged. There's this cool program called Spook in Emacs. And it'll generate sentences um, to get flagged. We can start reading some of those if you want. It's like $100 million in gold bullion. How's that? Waco, Texas. Coronavirus. Election fraud. We have all these great keywords. Ninety-five percent moon. I think this is time to um, to create a new segment soon. But I'm on a roll. So we have free association, we get our mind into a state of associating one idea with the other, and with no direct connection. Just brainstorming, how's that? So we're a brainstorm, brainstorming, generating random ideas low quality got lots of that on this podcast so how's that sound is that a good categorization and uh, unconventional 
We're not following conventions. We're not following the rigorous standards. We're not trying to squeeze ourselves into the system. So, do is I'll give a talk on um, CloudTrail log analysis with insights. Now that might be a fun talk. And I can just show how to use Python and other tools for um, cloud trailing. Oh my god. Now that's windy. I bet you that's showing up on the, the sound. A gust of wind. Augustus. Um. Yeah, I'm thinking about work as well. I'm thinking about all these different things at the same time. So we have lots of thoughts going on. Now, we also have reviews of other podcasts and snippets of what we picked up from them. So Arau had this great guy on who wrote this book called Silicon. And he invented the Zilog processor, the ZX81, which was my first computer that I really loved. He did the chips. And he did that to force Intel because they weren't taking personal computers seriously. And he was talking about how the mind is not physical. It exists in a quantum computer that's much more complicated. And that the reality that we see, the three-dimensional reality, is just a screen that's projected from a higher dimension of a quantum state. Sound familiar, kids? And he's also talking about near-death experiences where people are brain dead and their heart stops and they still have experiences that they remember and that they get to hear the thoughts of the doctors and that consciousness exists outside the body. So the real question is, is consciousness attached to this body? Is it attached to the body who's listening to me? And what consciousness is it? And is there a shared consciousness between us? And that kind of gets into our topic before. Let's just say that we're the globe of brains or the universe of brains. And we have messages flying around. And also we're picking up messages and channeling them, I guess, into this podcast. Imagine that. We're just picking things up. putting them out there. Maybe some of the messages we're picking up through free association 
just talking randomness are meant for someone else. And this is like getting into the divination and tarot cards and random dice theory, fractals. Like, isn't there patterns in the randomness? Are there patterns in the numbers? Gaussian distributions. This gets into structuralism. It's like, isn't there a structure to the, the probabilities? And the structure that's di dictated? Or is it a code? Is it the code that we have to crack of the empire? Is it the empire code? How's that for entertaining? The Da Vinci Code, the Empire Code, the Secret Society Code that we're cracking. How's that for exciting? The Foucault Pendulum, like some conspiracy stuff. Ooh. Well, that's entertaining, huh? And persuading and informing well, we're talking shit we don't know what we're talking about do we and no retakes and no editing because everyone makes mistakes thank you Aro he's given us the confidence the godfidence to just continue randomly and said it's alright because Jesus loves you Wasn't Jesus just an icon created by the, the state, or was he real? It doesn't matter if it gives you the confidence, the confidence. Doesn't matter if it's real or not. Do you need a reason to have confidence? Is it just a meme? Is it a pattern? Is it a choice to be conservative? Is it a strategy? Or we're just talking about strategies that we play, like I play the conservative strategy. Well, I play the progressive strategy. We don't really know what we're doing. Are we just randomly doing things? Is that the solution? That we're just randomly picking things and then randomly coming up with explanations for why we do them? 
we're just following some strategy. Is it the confidence strategy or the non-confidence strategy? The stable strategy or the unstable strategy? just acting randomly and erratically what's our orbit we're orbiting around the sun so yeah we're doing some free association here kids that's what we're doing we're doing some random stuff we're producing random confident we have con content and we have the confidence that it's okay we have an excuse that we're just going for a walk getting some fresh air getting our steps in being healthy and we're part of the empire now because we're not saying bad words and getting too political see now we've dialed back our rhetoric we're politically correct we're doing the work I'm not offending anybody, not saying anything, but we're not saying, we're not repeating the message, you see, and that's the real sin here. The sin of this podcast is that we're not following the message. We're not part of the system, and any message that's not part of the system has to be squelched, you see. That's the real message. There's a police car. Just parked. I guess that the guy's in there or not. Appear to be on. He's got his lights on. Dashboard lights are on. Looks like a guy sitting in there. Just staring at his computer. Probably listening to everything around him. Monitoring this dude over here. This radical. Walking around on his campus. It's like threat assessment. Not mostly harmless. Well, at least we avoided the ice. So we got the... Um, now we've got the temperature gauge app. We can uh, check if it's going below freezing for any large amounts of time. We know the water will freeze and become icy. So it looks like we're back in the process of morning walks, which will free up my evenings. Why do I need to go on such long walks and do such long talks? What's the, what's the purpose of all this junk? Well, I think we figured it out. We're just following some random patterns and making it up as we go. We're just pretending to be in control of ourselves. How's that? Pretending to be in control of our lives. Just like our society's pretending to be in control of itself. 
It's just kind of like an illusion of control. An illusion of consciousness. An illusion of self. How's that? We could say we're in harmony or not in harmony with others. We'll see. Well, what are the things we control? Definitely in control of our body. In control of our destiny. We put ourselves onto a path. We've made a decision. But do we really believe in it? See, this is where we get into some conflict. This is the conflict of there's an incredible internet out there and you have to submit to the censorship in order to take part in it. And we can't withdraw completely without going backwards um, and losing the benefits of the global collaboration. How's that? Of the society, of the empire. So what did the Romans do for us lately? That was like the Life of Brian quote. They're sitting around and like they gave us aqueducts. They reduced the crime. But what did they do for us recently? So in any case, smaller and smaller networks, less and less participation will be the result of shutting yourself off until you can create a larger and larger network and then you're going to get back to the problem of moderation and anonymity. So until we can solve the problem of moderation and self-control, we're going to have problems. We have conflicts. But we have too much centralized power in the Silicon Valley. We still do. And that includes the GitHubs. So, I guess we need to start with a way to get the stuff off of GitHub. That's important. And keep it synced. The source codes, the codes, 
codes which make up the the system we could have multiple distributions of codes so we can slice off bits of this and tap into markets so we get into this whole idea of networks of markets and people playing by certain rules in order to be part of a market you still have to abide by certain rules of the market <clears throat> you have to have a certain stake in the game domains I have to do something with or let them go I'm paying so much money for them I'm not doing much with them <sighs> New Jersey softball New Jersey Lions softball softball like discrimination against women it's like oh yes we're gonna give you a softer ball you can play that when are they gonna cancel softball was section one. Section, segment one. Segment one. Okay, let's uh, put this on pause and then continue with some more randomness. 609 Okay kids I'm back So uh I totally lost I totally lost uh track of what I was talking about so let's try and retrace our steps. Well, I was thinking about this, this out of near-death experience. And um, this consciousness idea. 
And I think that not everyone will have a near-death experience, or not everyone will experience this global consciousness all the time. I mean, you might as well experience it when you're dreaming, right? And um, I guess looking at random data or looking at uh, cards, tarot cards or divination, let's call it, will uh, allow you to pick up clues in um, the world around you and see into that special space, let's call it. So, allow you to free your mind. So, oh, I forgot the chicken food at home. See, I'm out of my, my routine here, kids. I had my certain routine, like Groundhog Day, that I was repeating and optimizing, and now my whole routine is off. Yeah, my whole pattern. My daily walk pattern. We're gonna have to get back into it. So, So looking at random stuff or listening to random stuff might trigger something in your mind where you can see into your subconscious, let's say, and then um, pull out some rabbit out of your hat, out of this magical quantum field. Maybe. So turning off your mind, let's say, if um, if you're if you can experience consciousness, if you're brain dead and uh, heart dead, there's absolutely no signal at all, and remember it. I mean, that's a pretty significant um, something we have to do some research into. And if our field, what the world we see, is just a, a lower dimension or higher dimensional beings, 
I mean, maybe we can experience multiple parallel universes through our consciousness, let's say. Maybe we can see into the future. I mean, let's just go total speculation here. Wild spec, insert wild random claims here. So that's some pretty crazy stuff. Open up all the gates of speculation. So I've always maintained that reality is a field that we create using whatever supernatural powers we have to negate all the other supernatural powers. How's that sound? So normality is a construct created by supernatural beings to negate the powers of other supernatural beings, kind of like an armistice, like a truce. Like we agree not to use these powers because that would be considered cheating. Then we first rule of Fight Club is there is no Fight Club. The first rule of being a hyperdimensional being is that you're not a hyperdimensional being. How's that sound? Sounds pretty crazy. A recipe for craziness to me. It's like, let's insert some counterfactual claims here and mess up our thinking. <laughs> you know, give your whole reality a spin. And that's what we're all about here. It's like paradigm shift. Let's view things from another perspective, okay? So if there's one takeaway from this podcast, there's, there's other ways to see things. And we can benefit from dislodging, upsetting, or otherwise challenging our worldview and looking at things from another perspective. Maybe from someone else's eyes. And if we can practice that, maybe we can achieve some kind of global consciousness. Like how does the globe how does the universe deal with all these different eyes on the ground, boots on the ground? And let's just say you could tap into anyone else's mind. But how would you understand their thoughts? Because you'd have to understand their biases. You'd have to understand their background. And their thoughts might just be some random thoughts that are based around some random things. Some password they forgot. We lost the source code. We're just editing the binary now in memory. Have you heard about that, that story? Okay, kids, sit around the campfire. I'm gonna tell you a little story about programmers. This is like an urban legend. I don't know the proof. Back in the day, they had the mainframe and they compiled some program to binary and they loaded it into the memory of their computer and it ran. And um, I guess they were able to copy the memory to disk, but they lost the source code to the program and they just ran this program for years and then they had to make modifications to it so they just disassembled it. And, made some changes to the 
made some changes to the binary code or the machine code or the assembly and patched some bits in memory and then off they went. It's like to write this number into memory, that's it. It's like it's just code that's interpreted by the machine. So if you just change a number in memory, you're changing the code. Think about that, kids. Now you got text segments, and you got protected memory, and you got virtual memory, and you got all that stuff. But back in the day, it was like an unprotected system, I guess. A simple system. How about that? That's a good little story, isn't it? It's like, we gotta keep this program running! So you got some entertainment here, you got different voices, you got some information, and you got some persuasion. I'm just telling you this story, a meme, a persuasive meme. Persuasive meme. Yeah, still no ice on the ground, kids. We're doing good here. Good, good, good. We're almost home. Another 20 minutes. Just dropped my coffee cup. But it was empty. Okay. I should do more squats. Note to self. I need to do some squats. I'm gonna do some burpees. I was gonna say, roll some jujitsu and smoke some burpees. I should do some rolling some jujitsu with my son. So he has not do, he just find some jujitsu classes online now that this. So I'm thinking that there's got to be now a ton of material online. There's got to be like a book on jujitsu. It just shows all the moves. There could be like a program, like an animation, or some kind of language that describes the moves. You gotta learn the language. Okay, so levels of abstraction. Like first you learn to read. First you learn to copy someone else's speech. Then you learn to speak on your own. Then you learn to read letters. 
associate them with the sounds, speaking them out loud. Then you learn to speak, read with that voice in your head, and then eventually, I guess, you will learn to read without the voice in your head. Visually. Visual. And then I guess you'll learn to read without the visual. With just the concepts, the abstract. Layers and layers of abstraction. We're just cutting away. And then we'll learn to factor. And learn the distributive axioms. Axioms of distribution. Yeah. So, um, if I had this big tree of pluses, right? This plus that plus this plus that plus this plus that. And I want to multiply all of the, the x times this tree, this humongous plus tree. The law of distribution says you can apply it to both sides of the plus. If there's another plus, you can apply it to both sides of that plus. And another plus, you can apply it to both sides of that plus. So you keep on going down all the pluses. This huge tree of pluses. And what is multiplication except more pluses? Just regular amounts of pluses. And what are pluses except individual items being added together? In the numbers, numbers as symbols are just pluses of ones, or atoms. So two is just one plus one. It's just a shortcut. That's all. So we're going to reduce everything down to atoms, and the atoms are just operations. They're just functions of successor. Go to the next one. And the multiplication is saying go to the next one times that. So do it this many times. So I have this humongous tree. Let's say of ten ones being added together. One plus one plus one plus one ten times. I say distribute the times two, which is one plus one, across this whole tree. And it's basically saying for each item, for each one, split it into two items. So just replace the leaves. this one. So we have two 
and I represent them as a tree, I times it by two is just saying add another, take each leaf and replace it with a pair. So grow the tree down one more level. So on an addition tree, doing plus one is basically just growing the whole thing down one level. But it doesn't have to be even. It could be skewed. I could have any form you want. It's just a simple operation. Wherever there's a leaf, replace it. That's the distribution. How's that for a visualization? So now we've reached another level of understanding. If you have a tree of pluses, distribution is just an operation carried out on all the leaves. The multiplication can be distributed among all the leaves. That's the axiom of distribution. And they just present that to you as a simple rule, but we have to grok that rule and apply it to different structures. Go for some deep understanding. And that could be just turning it into something that we can visualize and understand, like tree structures, because I'm a programmer and we deal with trees. We all know all about trees. Now the danger of now with the snow melting is that it can give way. So you have a danger of it collapsing under your feet and slipping. So that's a new danger. So you gotta watch out for these large piles of snow how they might give way suddenly and unexpectedly. <sighs> All right, so what's next? What's next? So we've grokked some law of distribution and then we can also grok that an addition, a plus one, can be shifted anywhere we want in that whole tree, right? So associate, associativeness means you can just take the plus one in this humongous tree of pluses and just move it around. And you could reorganize the subtrees of pluses any way you want. They're all equivalent. So that's kind of saying that it doesn't matter the order that you do them in. If they're all the same. Um, it does matter what, you know, that you don't mix operations. And a lot of the algebra it's like dealing with mixed operations, you see. It's like pluses and multipliers together. And how they interact. And this is where we get into abstract algebra, where it's like you have some operation and some other operation. 
and some rules for those operations and some mathematical constructs. Some sets. So we move into higher levels. And then when we look at things in our real world, or in the computer world, we have new sets of things. And um, I did this interesting thing yesterday. So I did a, uh, a recording using man-in-the-middle proxy of an interaction with a web server. the results of that to a um, a lo locus file turns out that that converter is out of date we need to upgrade it to a new a new version then I was able to run that but what else I did is I took the um, all of the places where data is being passed and I um, parsed it all of the different parameter strings and, and hashes and I made a hash of what keys had what values and then I made a hash of what values had what keys and I was turns out that a lot of the the actual value was able to show that the keys were renamed like five times in different parts of the program which was interesting they're being passed as different parameters to different web pages which is annoying Those are different sets. And then you had things like one, which was used ambiguously. Okay. So you have to know what key he was being used with. You had to disambiguate that. But all the other keys, the values uniquely identified the different names of how that field was being used. So that was neat. Listen, guys, I gotta go. I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable, so I don't want to talk anymore. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll talk to you in the next episode.